get tied down with, with worrying. And I want to give you this quote that I read um, earlier uh, this morning. I read this quote early this morning. I don't know who said it, but I like it. It says, worry doesn't empty tomorrow of its struggles. It empties today of its strength. Oh, my God. Did you hear that? Worry. This is for the people who have a, a habit or a tendency uh, to worry about things that are going on. Maybe things are not happening. Maybe you're concerned about some things. To worry doesn't empty tomorrow of its struggles. It empties today of its strength. That is so powerful to me. And it was so powerful when I read it this morning. I said, okay, God, what did you want me to talk about today? And, and, and something that and I, I like to have us where we build up to Friday. We just go boom, boom, boom. But, um, um, you know, when we worry, it doesn't fix the tomorrow of the struggles of tomorrow. We worry about tomorrow. You say, we got no need for us to be worrying about tomorrow. We need to make sure that we live for today because tomorrow's not promised. But worry does not empty tomorrow of its struggles. But what it does, it empties today of its strength. So when we worry about tomorrow today, we, we again, it puts us in these, in these emotional anxieties or in emotional bondage. And we're not able, good morning, Karen, and we're not able to function at 100% because we're busy worrying and concerned about things that we probably aren't able to fix right so um you know th- th- there's a, the old song you know don't worry uh, mm, 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 mm. be happy i can't i can't even i can't even whistle no more anyway so um i encourage us all today make sure we don't we don't uh weaken ourselves because we're worrying about things that we don't necessarily have control over. Now you, I can't fix it. I can't fix it. And and I and I'm this type of person. And I want to encourage you. Uh, we go ahead and jump on affirmation number one today. Is today I refuse. I refuse. Let me get it out. To worry myself to death. A lot of us, we worry ourselves to death. We can't sleep. We can't rest. Uh, we don't have peace. We don't have comfort. We act, we literally worry ourselves to death sometimes. And we got to get to the point, to, at least for today. Uh, and, and again, this is the morning shift to help us shift today. I refuse to worry myself to death. At some point, you got you to gotta release resentment. Come here, Smith. You got to release resentment. That causes us to worry. Sometimes we get so frustrated with life. And even to the point, and I'm, and this is real, we get frustrated with God. Sometimes we get, I know I've been to the point where I've been frustrated. I've been angry at God because I was trying to, I was mad. I was hurt. I was bitter. Uh, and, and, and I didn't know any other way to feel or any, any, any other way to, uh, to be. Uh, other than to resent him. 
You know, when, when you can't figure people out and you you're, you find yourself frustrated with the decisions that are being made, when you get frustrated with the things that are happening, the things that are not happening, you can't figure it out. And you're trying to, and you worry about, Lord, we spend a lot of times worrying about, Lord, why did it happen to me? Lord, why did you let me go through it? Instead of saying, okay, God, let me figure out how you're trying to uh, arm me, A-R-M, how you're trying to arm me uh, with the weapons uh, of, you know, to defeat the things in life that I need to go through and how you're going to arm me to be more effective against the enemy. And whenever we listen, whenever we find what our purpose is and Lord have mercy, I'm kind of going adrift, but whenever we find what our purpose is in life, we are armed with another weapon against the enemy. When we, when we tap into who we are, when we understand that the things that God has allowed us to go through and some things that he has allowed the devil and our friends and our family members to do to us when he allows those things to happen it's arming us with another weapon against the kingdom of darkness right so to worry in job chapter number five verse two it says to worry yourself to death with resentment will be a foolish senseless thing to do I, when i read that i read it some time ago and highlighted and just popped back up uh, in my bible this morning but to worry yourself to death with resentment will be a foolish senseless thing to do it will be foolish for you to to worry yourself to death especially with resentment where you're anger and you're bitter towards someone for something that they didn't do most of the time it's something that we have the appearance of i refuse to work today i refuse to worry myself to death i don't care what you're going through what you're in the middle of what you've been dealing with what you've been struggling with whether it's financial struggles emotional struggles uh spiritual struggles you you don't find you don't feel yourself growing you feel like your flames and your passion for christ your passion for the things of god have gone out listen i don't care what it is you gotta make it make it this i refuse to worry myself to death what what i can't do with what's not happening but what i'm going to do is allow myself to regain my strength so i can do what i need to do today good morning miss Sharon. i refuse to worry myself to death with resentment that would be just crazy it would be stupid so we got to learn to release ourselves again back to the quote that we started off with worry doesn't empty tomorrow of its struggles but it empties today of its strength all that worry all that worry um what's the song i i really can't sing it i'm gonna do a little piece of it ain't no need to worry about what tomorrow's gonna bring it'll be all over in the morning right so that song says a lot in just that line. You're going to know what tomorrow brings tomorrow. So worrying about it is not going to fix it. I'm not, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm just going to do what I can with what I can, learn what I can, and move on. In Proverbs 31, when we, and we look at it a lot. In Proverbs 31, Proverbs 31, we look at it, the, the, the Proverbs 31 woman, yada, da, 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 da. Um, um, and this is King Lemuel was actually telling us some things and releasing to us some things that his mom had rela released to him. But what, what it says in verse number 31, which I found to be good, Melanie, is this. It says the Proverbs 31 of the virtuous woman, she doesn't worry when it snows. 
I'm going to pause right there. She does not worry when it snows. There are some things that happen that we worry about. But why would you worry about something? Come here, Smith. Come here, little girl. Whoo! Proverbs 31 and 21. Why would you worry about something that you've already prepared for? Listen, if I could get out here and run and wouldn't look crazy, y'all know what I, y'all know I get out this car in a minute. But listen, you why do you worry? Listen, I'm just going we're going to make another affirmation. I will not allow myself to be worried about something. Oh my god. Come here, Smith about something I have prepared for. Man, if that ain't good to you, if that doesn't if that doesn't encourage you, I will not worry. Good morning, Ann. I will not worry. Listen at this. I will not worry. I will not allow myself to worry, to be worried about something I have prepared for. Proverbs 31 and 21. She doesn't worry when it snows because her children have warm clothes not because she's going to get her children warm clothes good morning april lady good morning miss carolyn not because she's going to get her children warm clothes my jesus it says she does not worry when it snows because her children have warm clothes i'm not going to worry about something I've already prepared for. I'm not, come here, little girl. I'm not going to worry about something I've already prayed for. I'm not going to worry about something I've already put in the Lord's hands. I want to encourage you this morning now. If you've already prayed about it, if you've already gone in intercession about it, if you've already gone to the Lord about it, if you've already placed it in his hand, if you've already prepared for it, I want to encourage you that you can't worry about it. Because when you when you're prepared, you don't have these anxieties. When you know how your body is going to react, when you know how your spirit is going to react, when you know how your emotions are going to react, you don't worry about something that you already have a plan in place for. Woo! Woo! Listen, 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 listen. I know that everything that was written in the Bible was written with purpose, right? Okay, there are some things that we are not prepared for. That's why we worry. See, the brothers on the ship, even even though they had Jesus on the ship, listen, he said to them before, he said, let us go to the other side. So they had Jesus. They had the Messiah. They had they had the, the son of, of the father on board with them, but they were not prepared for the storm. That's why they worry. They knew they they knew who they had in their corner. They knew who they had on board with them, but they were not prepared for the storm. That's why worry came. They they looked out and they saw the wind. They 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 felt the the water hitting them. So they weren't prepared. But what you have already prepared for, what you what God has already alerted in your spirit is going to happen. Listen here. Ooh, if God has already promised you these things are going to happen, when you've already received your word of encouragement, when you've already received your word of prophecy, when you've already received your word of affirmation, when you've already, listen, when you've already tapped into what's going to happen, you can't worry about it. You got to put them children in the Lord's hands, pray about it, and leave it. You got to put your kin people, your family, people on your job, you got to stop worrying about these things that you have already prayed about.
you're going to worry, you got to make sure you don't pray. I'm not going to waste my prayers and put them up to God and then worry about it. See, after I pray, the results, listen, after you pray, calm your nerves, girl. Let me pause. My husband said, I already told me this morning. He, he told me this morning, Karen, ask yourself that question. Why you worry about stuff that go on in your life when you know you got the Lord on board with you? Because some things you ain't prepared for. But anyway, my husband told me this morning, he said, honey, you going to do the morning shift? You know you got to preach tonight. Because I get excited. I get excited and I got to go. I got to go. I got my brother, um, uh, Bishop Adrian Rivers. He's he's also a, a vocal coach. He, he said, you need to, you, you, you go in too much. You go all the way in. And, and so he's going to be working with me on some breathing techniques. But listen here. Listen here now. Listen here. <clears throat> Let me sip my tea that I obtained from the Red Isle this morning. Listen here. When you, when you, when, when you got, when you've received your word now, when you receive, sometimes we can, we can know, we can know. That, that if we need help, that God is there. We can know that if we need help, we got family members and we got prayer warriors and those people who will be there for you. But sometimes, some, sometimes, sometimes now, you're just not prepared. Regardless of who you got with you, there are some things that you're just not prepared for. Right? You're just not prepared. That's why we worry. Because it's not stuff that we plan for. We didn't see our life going this way. And so when our st- life starts to take certain directions, when we start uh, going down certain paths in our lives, we're like, okay, God, I'm worried because I don't know if I'm prepared for this. And uh, we talked about this before when I became the pastor's wife, like forever and, and ever ago, I wasn't prepared. I wasn't prepared. I wasn't even prepared. I didn't know how to be a wife. I didn't know how to be a woman. I didn't know how to be none of this stuff. So I was worried. I was worried that I wasn't going to be... Uh, I wasn't going to be um, uh, good enough. I, I was worried that I was going to fail. But whenever, whenever we put things in the Lord's hands, listen, whenever we are prepared, that's what Proverbs 31 and 21 is telling us. She doesn't worry when it snows because her children have warm water. When you're prepared, you just approach situations differently. My Jesus, whenever you are prepared, we approach situations differently. We approach circumstances differently. When when you when when you when you've been uh, clothed with a different level of confidence, when you've been clothed with a different level of discipline, when people go out the way at you, you don't get worried about it. Or when you get and we talked about this a few weeks ago, when you get moved to a different department on your job or a different position. You don't worry because you know you have been prepared. You've worked for this. Come here, Felicia. You study. So we study to be prepared. That's why you don't wait till the last minute to study for a test you got tomorrow. Because you want to be prepared so you don't worry about whether you pass or not. So there are some fundamental things in our lives. We got to get situated. We got to study, okay? If you know if you know you have an issue with rejection, start studying on rejection. Prepare yourself that it's bound to happen. Somebody's bound to not love you like you love them. Somebody's bound to not treat you like you treat them. Somebody is, I mean, it's, it's inevitable that somebody's not going to feel the same way towards you that you feel towards them. So you got to prepare yourself 
Listen, the reason why I'm going to be successful in the next phase of my life, with my next promotion, with my next elevation, with my next blessing, with my next transition, and this is what we all have to say. The reason why I'm not going to worry about it is because I'm preparing myself now. I'm learning how to be more disciplined now. I'm learning how to be more mentally stable now. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be involved in any type of spiritual dysfunction now. So when I get to my next level, I'm not going to worry about failing because I've already prepared to succeed. Woohoo! I will not worry about failing when I have prepared to succeed. Now, listen here. Oh my God. Oh my God. I will not worry about failing when I have prepared to succeed. Listen. That word right there is all for me. I'm taking it on my own. I wish I can delete this comment. No, I ain't going to do it. But I will pin it for the moment. I will not worry about failing when I have prepared to succeed. If you prepare to be successful, you don't worry about failing. Boy, that's good in Proverbs 31. I done read that a many times. And that didn't sit like it just sat with me. Good morning, Val. Good morning, Melanie. My Jesus. Good morning, my butler. Whew. I'm prepared to succeed, so I'm not going to worry about failing. I've studied. I've prayed. I've read. I've done research. I know what it's going to take for me to succeed in this, so I'm not going to worry about failure. So I want to eliminate the hand of the enemy on your life and on your mind right now. Because you are planning to succeed, you will not worry about failing. You're going to be a good wife. You're going to be a good mother. You're going to be a good business owner. You're going to be a great entrepreneur. You're going to be a great supervisor. You're going to be a great president. You're going to be a great CEO. You're going to be a great author. You're going to be, you're going to be, you're going to be great, a great mentor. You're going to be a great motivator. You're going to be a great minister. You're going to be a great elder. You're going to be a great apostle. You're going to be a great prophet. You want to know why? Because you are planning and you're prepared to succeed. Woo! My God. Oh, my God. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Do not allow yourself, again, do not allow yourself. My God, my God. Oh, my God. Y'all, I done got so happy in here, my spirit is hurting. I hit the corner of my Apple Watch on this car, and it just, Lord, I'm about to fall apart. I ain't gonna worry, though. Mm -mm. I ain't gonna worry because I got protection on it. Just gone. Send it back. Uh, I'm not going to be worn out with worries. And you ain't either. We're not going to be worn out with worries. When we, when we are prepared, when we are prepared, when we know what's going to happen, or listen, maybe you don't know what's going to happen. Maybe you don't know what's going to happen, but you, if you know that it has the potential of happening, the potential of occurring, of occurring, the probability and the possibility of occurring. You prepare for it. People, listen, when, 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 when it's, it's almost, I think we already ended into hurricane season. We don't wait until we hear the storm in Tallahassee before we go to, we shouldn't, before we go to Walmart and buy all of their water and batteries and non-perishable items like canned goods and 
Vaina Sorcius. Good morning, Sonette. You don't wait until the people who wait until the last minute. Those are people who are not prepared. So when the storm gets upon us, when the hurricane starts to travel in our direction, we worry because we wait to the last minute and maybe Walmart is out of water. Maybe Walmart's out of water. Maybe they everybody done bought the buying sources. Maybe they've already purchased. So now you worry because you didn't prepare. Don't wait to the last minute and don't think that you're going to be successful always waiting to the last minute. You're going to run into some failures because you're not prepared. It might come my way. Brokenness might come my way. Betrayal. We're going to talk about it. Might come my way. Betrayal might come my way. Pain might come my way. Being stabbed in the back might come my way. So, Lord, I want to be prepared now. I want to deal with it now. I want to understand why it happens now. Because sometimes betrayal is good for you. You need it. Come here, David. You need it. Leave that alone. So, in my closing, I got to get out of Dodge. Oh, Psalms 55, verse 1 and 3. You can read the whole thing uh, whenever you have your own time. But listen, hear my prayer, oh God. Don't turn away from my plea. Listen to me and answer me. I am worn out by my worries. Listen, I am worn out by my worries. I am terrified. Lord, have mercy. I am terrified by the threats of my enemies, crushed by the oppression of the wicked. They bring trouble on me. They are angry with me and they hate me. This is a prayer of someone who has been betrayed by a friend. When you've been betrayed, it will cause you to worry. You gotta, you gotta take that little hit, take that sting, take that pain, take that hurt, and you gotta deal with it quickly. Cause sometimes the things that happen in our lives are necessary for us to release people that may be holding us back from getting everything we need to get. And we talked about this before, Psalms 55 and 12 and 13. If it were an enemy making fun of me, I can endure it. If it were an opponent boasting over me, I can hide myself from him. But it is you, my companion, my colleague, and my close friend. We had intimate talks with each other and worshiped together. May, may my enemies die before my time, uh, before their time. Lord have mercy. So anyway, what he's saying is, if it were my enemies doing me like this, I probably would, wouldn't worry. But it's a friend betraying me, so it made me feel some type of way. All that stuff we done been through together. All the stuff I know about you and ain't told. All that stuff you know about me ain't told. And now you done betrayed me. I wasn't expecting this. But I got to tell you, you may not expect it, but you got to keep it in the back of your mind that sometimes when God tell us to move forward and leave relationships and we don't, he have to allow us to make that friend an enemy and betray us so we can sever the ties of that relationship to get where he needs us to get.